something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings... Is of course talking shit about weddings. Let's talk so much shit about weddings. Let's do this. Um, it's another solo episode. It is. Yay. Just me and you. Um, and, so And Ruth. And Ruth. Yeah, she's on my lap and she's licking my hand and she's definitely going to be a part of this podcast. Yes. Every episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, she's sitting. Okay, we're good. Um, yeah, I, I'd like to just point out that I am kind of out of it. We were on a vacation and I flew in late last night so i've had some sleep and um, and lots of coffee and lots of coffee so i could either dead sprint down the neighborhood street or fall asleep at any moment either or is quite <laughs> 50 possible. 50 shot 50 50 speaking of being kind of out of it so you know i didn't get much sleep last night but right. i wanted to get up and have like a productive day it's kind of like get back into it you yeah. know vacation's over it's time to get back in. get back at it and I was up early and I was going to drop something into the garbage area and kind of like back behind my backyard. Mm-hmm. So I go out my back door and it's early. I'm kind of out of it. And I just hear this voice go, hello, <gasps> but very friendly. And also I'm like, where is this voice coming from? That's freaky. And I'm like, but here's the, I wasn't, I wasn't scared so much as I was just like curious about like where, Am I hallucinating? Like, what's happening? Like, what? And he goes, didn't mean to scare you. And at this point, I'm just like, well, now I'm freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking left. I'm looking right. I'm in an enclosed backyard. And then I look up. And I guess that they're changing out the electrical <gasps> poles. Oh, yeah. I saw them. Yeah. There's an electrical pole, not in my backyard, but in my neighbor's adjacent. And they like had some sort of weird crane bucket thing. And there was just a dude up there. And I think he's just trying to his best to not freak me out. Because I'm sure it's like people don't know he's there. Sure. <laughs> I know with his voice. Hello. <laughs> Isn't there another way that he could have done that? Been like, hey, I'm up here just so you know. And you'd be like, look up. Oh, okay. I hey. mean, probably should have added to the statement. But <laughs> but just hello. Hello. <laughs> and of course, I'm like out there like totally out of it like brawless I mean, like hey i would have <laughs> jumped out of my skin i would have i was too tired to actually have that response actually if i had been well rested that's exactly what i would have done i'm naturally a very jumpy person but i was too tired to even have the normal instincts i have which is just fight or flight like let's just <laughs> dead dead be, dead sprint it out of here but instead yep. um i just kind of like stood around like in a daydream it's just like who's saying hello what is this? hello so um anyway hello hi hi pam um so since we don't have a guest um i thought we would go over some fun things that we found on the internet yeah we found some fun and things. i sent you a fun article that i read i originally actually read it um via life hacker but life hacker connected to the original article which i always feel like i'd rather go to the to the original source and kind of see what they wrote mm-hmm. but um the title of this article that I want to go over with you is called honestly fuck your wedding and I was like "Ooh, yes please I would love to read more about this let's check it out (laughs) clearly you have drama and you want to talk about weddings so we are freaking in (laughs) so it's by Dante Jordan for the owl um awl we'll send a link to it so you guys can read the article um he's pretty funny and 
I want to kind of get your take, Pam, and any mm-hmm. listeners at home, please write in and let us know your take. Because some of the things I'm 100% like, yes, sir, and other things I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. But he read a couple bullet, bullet points, and I thought it'd be good if we kind of went over them and, and kind of had a conversation with him as if we were here. <laughs> <laughs> Dante wrote an article. We're going to turn it into a conversation. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, his uh, opening part is, honestly, fuck your wedding. I know that's rude, but that's how I feel. And it's how we all feel. There's not a single thing worse than receiving a save the date in the mail. <laughs> so what? I know he's completely out. Um, so, uh, Pammy, if you want to, he's got it written down in bullet points. You want to do the first bullet point? Well, here's the thing yeah. right off the bat yeah. is, is this guy married? Because if you're not getting another save the date and to maybe multiple weddings, I totally understand where he's coming from and you haven't been through it. So you don't understand necessarily the excitement and amazingness that comes with going to a wedding. Yeah. I, I again, I don't know much about him, but I get the vibe of somebody that um, either got married so long ago that it's not really unique to him anymore and interesting mm-hmm. or he's not married at all. And this experience is not something he's can really relate to, but either way I feel like, okay, Ruth would like to get down. Hold on. Ooh. Okay. Run free. Um, but I think the one thing either way I think is kind of obvious to me is that this is a dude that has been invited to so many weddings. Like, so this isn't somebody that's 22. This is okay. somebody that's 35. That's just like, I do this a lot a lot of people in my life have gone through this experience. And he's almost like, I imagine he's on the tail end of this. Cause sure. it does, it, there's a surge in your life. Absolutely. And then it does kind of peter off a little bit as you get older. I mean, there's always, you know, younger relatives or people getting, you know, second marriages yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like he might just be at that tail end of fatigue. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So, um, you want to read the first one? Yeah. Let's do it. Number one, we're adults and too old to pretend that we don't want to do things we don't want to do. Um, yes and no. Yeah, to a point, yes. I am definitely of the ilk of if there's a party you want to go or like there's a party you get invited to and you're just like, oh, I'm tired. It's a Friday. No one's going to give a shit if I don't go to this dumb party. Yes. Like I get that. I mean, you should tell the person you're not coming because that's polite. But I definitely am to the point where I was when I was um, in a younger and like more obligation mindset where I would just go to fucking everything. Yeah. And that's also how I ended up having a cold for like four months. Because you that. get a cold. Yes. You get a cold. And you're just like, well, I got invited to do, you know, Taco Tuesday and Thirsty Thursday. And somebody's somebody got a birthday party. And then I'm supposed to go to this football game. That, and all of a sudden, it's like five obligations a week. I haven't rested. And this cold is not going to go away because you You're haven't. You're so popular. Yeah, you stay home, girl. <laughs> stay home. Nobody wants your nasty ass snot everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um so that point so, i yes. do understand but, uh, yes but but we all do things that we don't want to do yeah and you have to sorry yeah. suck it up do it go but be it, present this person this person honestly cares for you and thinks you're a big part of their life and that means something i mean you'd be really sad if you didn't get any save the dates so well it sounds like you wouldn't i think that i can see <laughs> now yeah that's true oh police hold up we got some sirens yeah we do um my neighborhood's very safe um i got random guys <laughs> saying hello in the backyard and now sirens <laughs> things are looking great guys 
(laughs) property values just skyrocketing (laughs) um no but um i do think though to a point there there i can see that point where it's like this wedding's so big you talk to me for two seconds it doesn't really matter that i'm here like feeling insignificant in the grand like you're just a present yeah like you're just you're just a hundred dollar check and maybe that's sort of where he's coming from, where it's just like, dude, like you don't care if I'm not there. Like, let's be real. You just invited a bunch of people. Um, that's that's kind of and to a point, I kind of see where he's coming from. Here's my question before we go on. Okay, how many weddings have you turned down? Mm. Well, if they're out of, I don't know the number, but for me, the deciding point is often can my husband and I go and. Um, and if it's out of town or not, and we can we afford it? We have to so make decisions. The decisions usually based off of travel or with you childcare. Yes. So if the stars aligned and it was easy to travel or local, and it wasn't a big deal, like kids were invited or you could easily find a sitter, you would always go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I I have only missed weddings because of travel slash money. And that was when I was I was younger, and it's like I live in a city not near where my friend lives anymore, and it's like I can't swing it, or yeah. like scheduling more, like I'm working. It's just like there's no way I could travel for the four days or whatever it would take me to get there, go to the wedding, come back. Yeah. But um, any local situation, I've always been like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. But me too. but then again, I'm not. I mean, I clearly like weddings. I don't know if you know this. I started a podcast with my friend about weddings. <laughs> it's called Wedding Confessionals. It's super fun. You we should like take it to go to weddings. <laughs> I'm going to pitch it to you right now. Um, but yeah, so mm, I don't know. I go back and forth on that one. I half agree with him. <laughs> you 100% don't on that beat. No, 100% no. 50-50. <laughs> okay, so um, beat just, number two. Go just, ahead. Oh. It, it's more the excuse. Like, be, I'm an adult. I don't have to do that. That's an excuse. Yeah. Like, yes, you don't have to go. Nobody's forcing you. Unless right. it's a shotgun wedding, no one's forcing you to go to this wedding. Yeah. But I don't know. Okay. she She's 100% out on that, that stance. Okay. I'm 50-50. Now on to point number two. You ready? Ready. Two. Your presence is only truly required if you're in the wedding party. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I mean... 100% if you are in the wedding party you should probably go that being said you probably should go well, yes. one of my friends wasn't able to come to my wedding one of my bridal party oh I was my, gonna say me yeah well I mean you you were sick yes. but um but um yeah my friend was starting college and she like had some orientation that weekend because I got married over Labor Day weekend and so it kind of is the beginning of school year and it was, and she was living in Alaska. So it was like, I'm asking a lot for you to fly from Alaska to Maine, skip your orientation. And like, right. this is like your education. So it's like, mm, yes, please stay where you are. It's fine. I'll still be in love. <laughs> so I think even then there are exceptions, but do you think that if you're not in the wedding party, there are people like in your list of people that you would be truly hurt if they weren't there? Sure. I mean, I know when I was doing my 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 list, there was definitely people that I wanted to be there. And, you know, one of them was not able to come. And I definitely was was sad about that because they are important to me. And are you truly required? No, nobody's required. The, the ceremony is between two people, the bride and the groom. I don't even think the wedding party is a must. So, I mean, you need a, a witness, but, you know, you can figure that out. For me, though, like, 
it's bride and groom. So no one else is truly required to be there. That's true. I think that overall in the attitude of like, ugh, fuck your wedding, which I know to a point, I we've all been grumpy and we've all been there. I just think of bigger picture of when you think about you have to give up like, what, four hours of your life? Maybe five? Six? Six? You gotta get ready. It's a dude. True. Never mind. <laughs> just add 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Just shower and plop on that suit. But um, so they've got, you know, a few hours of your life. Is is it worth sacrificing that to not have any bump in the road with this relationship, whatever it is? If this is like a friend that you plan on being friends with for a very long time. It's like, eh, we just suck it up. Right. Well, and also, if he's not married, weddings are great places to go and meet. Even if you are married, it's free booze, man. Right? (laughs) Usually good food, free booze, typically. Not always. I think it's the mindset of seeing it not as a punishment, as an opportunity. Yes. And I get it. He probably has fatigue. He probably got invited to like eight weddings in one summer, and it's just like, ugh, I can't do this anymore. And I get it, but man... You just got to find the joy in it. Find the joy. Find the joy. (laughs) Find the joy. Um, So yes, your presence isn't required, but if you do want to be friends with somebody for the rest of their life, unless you have a valid excuse, it kind of is required, in my opinion. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah. Unless you have a genuine excuse. Money, travel, other sort of complications that come up. Sure. If not, eh, show up. They're not asking much. You just got to sit there. Sit there and eat their food. Right. And it's not, I mean, especially with a dude, bachelor parties are fun, but those I would, those are not mandatory. But the wedding, yeah, show up. Yeah. Go to the wedding. Go to the wedding. Okay. Number three. Three. Number three. You'll barely even get to talk to the bride and groom. Fact. Yep. At hashtag truth. Yeah. No, it's true. And if you are one of those people that tries to have a long conversation with the bride or the groom, you're kind of an asshole. Yes. Not kind of. You are. <laughs> what are you doing? Look around. <laughs> They're all here to see them. But do you understand how like how social situations work? <laughs> like there are a lot of people here. They're the focus. Please have a two second. You look great. Blah, blah, so blah. So happy for Take you. Take a selfie. Get the fuck out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Um, um, it's true. You will never get to talk to the bride and groom. But I will say positive point. I do agree with him on this. Like, but that's true. Yeah, there is a great opportunity during these times to reconnect or have a fun bonding moment with everyone else at the wedding. Yeah. Your table, the people you're traveling with. I feel like it's a good time for whatever friend group is connected to that person to kind of bond with them. Or if you have a date to have a fun time with your date or if it's family, whatever it is. Right. Because it really is kind of a communal experience. So yes, you're right. The bride and groom, you're not going to see very much, but it is an opportunity to connect with people you do know. And also to maybe possibly, if you are good friends with these people, connect with some of their family or other friends you've never met before, but have heard about, you know, some sister that lives in Indiana that you've, you know, seen pictures and you've heard anecdotes and you're finally like, oh my gosh, this is Karen. How cool to finally meet Karen. What up, Karen? What up? It's a party. Yeah, it's a party. Go. Go yeah. and enjoy yourself. I yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, um, yes, I agree with him on that part, but I think that you do you will get an opportunity to talk to a lot of other people. You ready to go on num- number four? Yeah. Quattro? Number four. If you have to travel, it becomes more of an investment than event. 
Okay. True. It is. I mean, yes. Hmm. Well, here's the thing, though. But I'm fine with you missing a wedding if you can't travel. Yeah. I think that's a completely normal reason to not go. Absolutely. So that one we're in agreement. But also, I think you don't have to go. It is. It's expensive. It's a, it's a vacation. It, it, yes, it is a vacation. Even if it's just over like a holiday weekend or three days, you're still doing a vacation. But I mean, hopefully, either you're going back to your hometown. So you're getting more than just a wedding. You're getting to see family. Yeah. Or they've chosen somewhere that's an actual vacation destination so that you are actually getting something fun and, you know, maybe beachy about it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. And again, if you don't have the money, don't go broke over going to someone's wedding. So I think that might be part of it. If you financially can't afford it, it's all right. It's true. Don't go broke. They will still love you. Yes, it's true. And that's a real reason, especially if you're very honest about it, you know. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> number five is kind of funny cause you actually just said that sort of <laughs> number five, they're always on fucking holidays. Fun fact. That's very true. Both of us. Yeah. Your <laughs> Memorial day weekend. I was labor day weekend. Yes. We picked the minor ones, but I know people that have gotten married over like new year's. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Regan would did new year's Valentine's day is very popular. I had mm-hmm. a friend that got married near that. Um, I think that. Yes, it's true, but it also makes it more convenient usually because people already have time off. It's like built-in time off, off for people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's usually them trying to be courteous and be able to get more people to be able to come and not have to take so much vacation days. What else are you going to do on the fucking holiday? Well, you're not going to travel. <laughs> Sounds like. Yeah, but it's, it's, I mean, I think it's more considerate because you're not everybody, but a lot of people have, you know, three day weekends or even three and a half where you can get out early on the Friday before. Yeah. So, you know, you're not having to take any, you know, extra time off of work. You have the time. Go and enjoy it. Quit being a dick. Yeah. there. But I know that I'm, he's not alone, though. There are a lot of people. It really is like a split. Where it's like, you either think that having a wedding on a holiday is a great idea, or it's the most annoying. How is is it annoying? It's annoying because now I can't take that fun three-day weekend trip I wanted to to the mountains. Because now I have to go to your wedding, and you've ruined my plan. I'm sorry. You had this trip to the mountains planned eight months in advance? I'm just telling you that is how people think. It is a thing. It is a real complaint that I've I've read and heard about in many different places. And I've, I've heard people bitch about it. Yeah, but there's not just one holiday. Clearly, as we just stated, there are several. But I think if you are in a point in your like uh, world where everyone's getting married, where now every dumb holiday is gobbled up by these weddings, and you're just like, thanks, jerks. So I had to go to Labor Day to this one, and now Memorial Day to this one, and Valentine's Day, I have to spend your wedding Halloween, and blah, blah. And it's like... People get annoyed. Okay, grumpy pants. I'm, I'm just telling you. I don't agree with it clearly because I did it. <laughs> but like, it's a real thing. They're just like, now you're invading on my personal time. And you should have picked another weekend that was more convenient to me. To me. Yes. Yes. See? All of that. <laughs> I like how You tried. You tried. Because I'm really in on this. And I like the way it's, <laughs> it's kind of written as kind of really honest about how sometimes these can... Weddings can become very negative and how it can become a burden. Yes. And I like that unique, not unique, I guess, but this like, you know, the take on it that's very honest and just very like, I don't really like any of this stuff. And I'm going to tell you why. And if you agree with me, like that doesn't make you an asshole. The problem is Pam is reading this just like, I think you're kind <laughs> of an asshole. 
I am. I think this is wedding fatigue. I think this is just a byproduct of wedding fatigue, honestly. Okay, so we have one more beat to hit. This last one. Yeah. Number six. Is your time worth the risk of divorce? Ouch. What? <laughs> I okay. gotta tell you, I've I gone to a couple weddings where even when it was like time to walk down the aisle, I'm just like, this is probably not gonna last. But at the end of the day, it's not really my decision to make. Right. And it's still a party. And it's just like, whatever. Go. Like, go. It's your friend's life. Sometimes they're not really good at making those decisions, but that's their decision to make. Um, yeah. But uh, then you but, got the stories because it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> go, right. You definitely want to go to that wedding. But Come I on. think that I think that um, if you were to factor in, if I have to go on a holiday weekend and spend all this money and then going to this wedding that I already think is going to end in a divorce. It's like, yes, that's true. That, But was is your time better spent if they stay married forever? Does it matter? Right. Or is it just that you were there to support your friend during this life moment? That they're choosing. Yeah. It's not about you. Yeah. I mean, it's true, though. I mean, everyone's sat through a wedding and been like, mm. True. <laughs> right. And if you haven't, it's coming. <laughs> and you're gonna be like oh good for you so happy this might not have been a great idea but you know here's the thing about divorce totally legal people do it all the time not that big of a deal i actually went to a wedding i remember <laughs> i went to a divorce proceeding <laughs> i did not that's no no but i went to a wedding that like the one of the bridesmaids had an intervention was like I you know if you go through with it I'm on board I will stand with you but I just want you to know my concerns wait she said that the day of the wedding not the day of okay before the wedding but How? they were engaged Ooh. and it was close and um I guess she had to speak her piece how did that go she was still a part of the wedding wow yeah yeah if you were that bride yeah. Would that girl still be a part of your wedding? I guess it matters how it was phrased. I think she probably phrased it well enough. As lovingly as possible. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's not really unexpected out of this person. Um, the bride out of the girl that spoke her mind. The girl who spoke her mind. She's an outspoken person. Yes. Okay. So I don't think it necessarily came out of left field yeah. for the bride. Um, what would it take for you to say that to somebody for me because I mean it's everybody's you know like it's up to her it's not my life and you know you only see a portion or you only hear a what portion. if you find out this guy is like a legit drug dealer it like yeah it, it would have to be something that was you know life-threatening like if I felt that you know like my friend abusive. was in danger yeah yes then I That's would be like 100 percent. yes got it just yeah. wondering I'm just curious yeah um this person was not and they're still happily well ha i don't know about happily but they are definitely still married wow. and have a couple of kids and they're making it work they did and she's still friends with that girl that spoke up that i don't know because i'm not oh <laughs> sneak in that little piece of information <laughs> that's amazing oh the drama <laughs> Did you Weddings. go to that wedding? I did. Did were you like this is a bad idea? No. Oh no, they were they were young, but yeah. they were in love, and yeah. you know he was crazy about her, and she was crazy about him. I mean, 
everybody has their faults and apparently it wasn't it was too much for the bridesmaid yeah but the bride they're they were fine they sometimes people grow out of stuff too so sure. maybe he was a little bit of a wild child or a weirdo and that just he you know over time calmed down yeah or they just figured their stuff out that can happen that's yes. crazy so we just did a very uh a, a very no article all about saying no yes very but we would like to switch gears if you're ready pamela to all talk right. about another article that we found which is all about saying yes say yes um so we'll spin it around let's pull that one up um it is uh originally from buzzfeed okay so the title of the article is a bride surprised her bff with a proposal at her own wedding and it's adorable. I love BuzzFeed. They have to end with like, and it's adorable or it's must see. <laughs> it's Smiley will, face. Yeah. It'll be like, it's the most wildest thing ever. So hold on. So um, it's two women. One is named. Okay. We debated how to say this last name. It is spelled N-A-K-R-A-Y-K-O. You think it's pronounced? Nagreko? Nagreko. Which I think sounds right. It, it sounds maybe, maybe it's Greek. Nagreko. Negreco. Negreco. So okay. I apologize, Jess Negreco, if we're saying your name wrong. But Jess Negreco um, is the bride in the story. Yes. And Jessica Keeley is, is the best friend. BFF. Got it. They're both named Jess. Ah. Jess and Jessica. So one probably goes by Jess and the other one goes by Jessica. Yes. And you cannot shorten it or it's, it's very confusing. Right. Do you know any other Pams? Does this come up? N- no, I don't. I, I know of other Pams, but I don't know no Pams. Like, I don't, I've never, yeah. I've met a few that are my age, but they're usually, it was very popular as for adults when I was born. Oh. So it's, you know, so it's a little bit older than me. It doesn't come across like an old lady name or anything. No, not old lady, but it just definitely was popular. Yeah. 20 years before I was born. Yeah. I, there's not, I only know a couple Brooks and I'm not like buddies with them or anything. I know a few more. I know more Brooks than I do Pam's. Really? Yeah. Huh. Am I your favorite? Of course. That's all that matters. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Back to the story. So um, do you want to just read the, the recap of what's going on where it says in April? In April, Nacreco married her longtime boyfriend, James, at a beautiful wedding in Jamaica, but Nacreco didn't want to make the wedding all about herself. So she conspired with Keeley's boyfriend, Adam, to plan an unforgettable proposal at her own wedding. I know you're thinking, say what? Nacreco told BuzzPete, sorry, Nacreco? Nacreco. Nacreco. God damn, guys. Here we go. Nacreco told BuzzFeed that Adam, quote, was very apprehensive at first. He didn't want to take away from our wedding. But Nacreco and her sister came up with a foolproof plan. When Nacreco was about to do the traditional bouquet toss, she would instead walk walk up to Keeley and hand her the bouquet. And Adam would be right there behind her, ready to propose. It took a second to get Adam on board. Quote, I could tell he was super nervous about it, Nacreco said. He didn't want to steal our thunder or ruin our wedding, which obviously he would not. She's my best friend and bridesmaid. She deserved a big thank you for everything she had done for me. So it was a way to show her how grateful I was by sharing my day with her, she continued. When the big moment came, you better believe that there were lots of happy tears. Did she say yes? Hell yeah, she did. 
Quote, we laugh because we call each other my person, like Meredith and Christina on Grey's Anatomy. So it honestly wasn't a big deal to share my day with her. That's the end of the article. Wow. And there's, of course, it's BuzzFeed, so it's tons of pictures. We will definitely link to this because the yes. pictures are really, they're very fun. They're really fun. Yeah. Um, for, wow. I mean, wow. Be, okay. So, I have so much points. to say. First of all, all the pictures look gorgeous. These women look fantastic on They're this They're beautiful. Day. So everyone's got gorgeous yes. pictures. So congrats on that. And it sounds like it looked like a really fun and beautiful wedding. I mean, hello, Jamaica. I mean, yes. Yeah. I wonder if that guy would travel for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I think the big thing kind of looming in my mind is boyfriend Adam. <laughs> yes. Did he want to propose? Right? Was he ready for this? Or was he conned into this? This was not his idea. (laughs) He did not come up to Jessica number one and say, yo, I want to propose to Jessica number two. But I'm waiting until after you get married because I don't want to steal your thunder. If that was the article, I'd be like, cool, cool, cool. Right. But... Adam had to be convinced to do this. And the fact that he kept saying, or I mean, it says it twice in the article. He didn't want to steal our thunder. He didn't want to take away from our day. He didn't want to do this. I mean, I really hope best case scenario that Adam genuinely wanted to marry this woman anyway. Yes. And he was just shy and thought it was a very unconventional way to do it. But. I hope so. I hope so too. This makes me nervous. Right? Yeah. Because I mean... I think maybe she was like, oh, it's my day, and and this is a way that he can't say no. Like, how do you say no to this? The intentions of this are very good. I worry about the execution. Yeah. I mean, the intentions are clearly very good. These women love each other, and it's really sweet. Yes. And I really hope it works out, and it's totally fine. Yes. I hope that Adam was completely on board. Yes. <laughs> I'm not convinced. I... I think maybe they are. I'm going to be a romantic and hope for the best. I Here's the thing. is that I, I, I agree. I, I hope that they are a true, you know, couple that he, that, you know, he would have someday proposed to her. And maybe this was a little sooner than he planned or he had never heard of this as neither have I. Like who gets engaged at somebody else's wedding? That's weird. I'm sorry. That's a little weird. I wonder if we had a, a guy guest with us, if they would be perturbed with the fact that, again, this seems to be the time where the guy gets to plan something to have a romantic gesture and show his, yes. like, you know, important part of his, you know, love for this woman. And it kind of got steamrolled. But maybe he's a shy dude. Maybe this works out well. Maybe. Or maybe Jessica, number one, doesn't like being in the spotlight. And it was kind of hard for her to have, like, everyone looking at her the whole time. And maybe this is a way to kind of... Make She's it. got a BuzzFeed article. This girl is not shying away from a spotlight. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you know those people <laughs> that don't like to be like, you know, alone in the spotlight and prefer like a buddy. That's a thing. Yeah, you have one. He's called your husband. <laughs> That's your buddy for the night. That's the one you chose. That's your buddy just for the night. <laughs> Potentially the rest of your life. I mean, yes. Unless you get and divorced. Thereafter. And who knows? <laughs> We're clearly cool with that, as we've discussed earlier. (laughs) Whatever, it's life. Um, But, I mean, I was just thrown by this article. I think the overall theme is these women love each other. Yes. I don't know how much Adam had a say in his own life. (laughs) 
I'm thinking no. But it made for a great article, and she made her friend BuzzFeed famous, which is pretty fun. (laughs) It is fun, and the pictures are gorgeous. I mean, they clearly had a great time, and Jessica Keeley was very surprised. You can see the look on her face. It's great. She did not see this coming. No, it's fantastic. I think that... that, after the first article was kind of negative, 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 I wanted to find an article that was a little more positive. And this one definitely, it's like everyone's saying yes. Everyone's saying yes to things that maybe they shouldn't. There is. There's a lot of yes going on here. I like it though. It's sweet. It makes me smile. It's bizarre, but it's I like adorable, it. It's adorable, as BuzzFeed says. I know it is. It's so adorable. You must it's click. Adorable. <laughs> well, thank you for the article, BuzzFeed. We'll make sure to click uh, or link to the owl and the BuzzFeed article. Yeah. Um, before we go into broad breaks do you have any uh final thoughts on these two articles um, saying no and saying yes saying no um i just i mean i don't know i i agree with you thinking that maybe he is on the tail end of a lot of weddings mm-hmm. um and clearly hasn't found his special one at any of them so he's a little jaded but i don't know i think he's an idiot sorry <laughs> I agree that you you can't you don't have to go you don't but your advice your six items and no sorry go back to the drawing board and come up with others. I liked that it was an article about weddings that wasn't just fluffy happiness and it makes it a little more realistic especially for the guests and how the pressure and the money and the that can be taxing. Yes. I do think for the most part if you can afford it and if it's you know not if it's local you should go. Think about the big picture. Yes, even if it's a minor inconvenience, maybe you don't like weddings, maybe you think they're kind of stupid and boring and repetitious. It is a few hours of your life in order to maintain a solid relationship with somebody. So that being said, I do firmly believe what he was saying about like, I don't want to go on a trip. Like I can't afford a trip for your wedding. If you cannot afford to go to someone's wedding, do not go to that person's wedding. Yes. Yeah. I hundred percent agree. So that was my, but I, I, I just thought it was fun. I just like clicking on any article. It's like, <laughs> fuck your wedding. <laughs> yes. The title I'm yeah. in. Yeah. And then the last one, I think we can both agree that it's adorable and a little wacky and we are hoping for the best <laughs> and we want Buzzfeed to do a follow up article on this marriage. Yes. If, that's crazy. Yes. Adam and, and Jessica. I mean, I don't even think in all of these pictures we even get Adam's face. Oh, we got a profile. Oh, he's cute. Okay. And then he's like behind the... (laughs) We have to show you this one picture where it's like the bride and the bridesmaid, both Jessica's are hugging and it's like her newly made fiance is an afterthought still on his knee in the background. (laughs) I think it's great. But I guess having your friend in cahoots for all of that is very sweet. They are very, very It's a wacky article. And and Christina. It's fun. Yeah, it was fun. So yeah, we'll (laughs) link all of those. Um onto the show notes so that you guys can read them and see the amazing pictures as well. So, um, Pammy, we did it. I stayed awake. You did. And the electrical guy in the background didn't make too much noise. He did not. Um, Besides, hello. Hello. I was worried (laughs) that at some point he might just start to like, you know, like some sort of hammering or I don't know. I don't understand how electrical work works. Clearly. Clearly. (laughs) I'm not an electrician. I just know at some point they float in the sky and say hello. (laughs) that's their jobs um so uh as uh, every episode we end with a bridal break bridal breaks are little fun ideas we have to give to not only brides but grooms or anyone helping with weddings to give them a short break from planning weddings to do something else and get their minds off it so that when they come back to the task at hand they're a little less grumpy and more ready to dive on in so um pammy do you have a bridal break ready for today your boozy bridal break 
I, I know it's always boozy. I like it. All right. I love it too. Mm-hmm. Um, not gonna lie. So, um, living in Los Angeles and more specifically somewhere in the Valley, there is a fun little place called the idle hour. And I love the idle hour. Yeah. And they, um, it's, you can't miss it. And it, it looks like a barrel. The outside has completely been restored and yeah. it looks like a barrel. Um, and they have this really yummy drink that I found uh, last year that I'm really obsessed with, um, as I am with all of them. Um, it is called, um, actually, I don't know the name of it. It is watermelon juice and gin. And I have to admit, I really didn't know gin before this drink. And I tasted it, and I'm not really a big watermelon fan, so it's kind of odd that I even, like, pick this off the menu in the first place yeah um well actually I did I kept seeing them like being ordered all around and I'm like what is that and um they said yeah it's watermelon juice and gin and a little bit of lime and and the best part is like a margarita instead of salt on the rim yeah it's tajin it's you know um that uh, Mexican spice is oh it's so good we will we will uh, put up the recipe that Pam has created based off of <laughs> looking at this because she served it to me before. It's so, so good. It's really good though, but it's it, a great summer drink. Really good for summer. Really refreshing with the watermelon juice and um, and the gin. I'm I'm now a fan. Yeah, yeah. I can only gin is something I like in mixed drinks, but I never think to do it in its own or like a gin and tonic. That's not really my jam. But in the summer, I love a gin drink. Yeah, super yummy. So um, my bridal break is a podcast. It is called uh, Happier with Gretchen Rubin. And um, Gretchen Rubin is a writer that uh, has a couple books out about kind of like self-help books, but they're very specific to the science and the psychology behind what we can do to make ourselves happier, what our personality traits are, and how we can learn more about ourselves in order to improve. And it's, I just, I love self-help and advice and stuff like that. Um, but her podcast, she, uh, co-hosts it with her sister, who is also a very pragmatic person. And the two of them chat every week and will give really fun tips and like interesting things to do. For example, one of the tips that she gave, um, about trying to keep in touch with people that don't live near you. Cause you know, like you won't see somebody for like months and then they'll call me like, how you doing? And you're like, great. Everything's good. And you maybe tell them about like some big thing that happened, like had a birthday, but you just don't really tell them much about your life mm. and um, what they do to one of the ways that you could do to, um, to get past that, a, like a happiness hack is basically what she calls them is um, once a week, you just send that person an email with two to three boring things you did that week. And that way they know a little things about your life. It's just like my car's in the shop. It was totally crazy. Like I had to pay a lot of money because my muffler went out or so-and-so had an art project. Like my son had an art project and it went really well. Like things you wouldn't think to tell anybody because they're kind of minor. But when you think about bigger picture of how to stay in connection with somebody, but the point of the emails is not, um, it, it is just to connect. They don't have to be entertaining. The three things you write them can be boring. They just have to be anything which I think is really interesting because hmm. part of your day-to-day with somebody is just knowing everything about their lives, the yeah. highs, the lows, the boring, the everything else. Um, so I think that was really interesting. But yeah, Happier with Gretchen, Gretchen Happier with Gretchen Rubin. And uh, I enjoy it and I will send a link to it. But she's she has a fun little voice and she's always very happy and really like good ideas. She also, nice. a part of the podcast, they 
tell out loud their own stumbling blocks. So when they screw up, they're very honest about it. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's really nice. So they're very <laughs> human. It's really fun. Um, so yeah, I Great. will send a link to that. And yeah, that's my sounds awesome. And um, let's see. There's nothing for our guests to promote because we don't have one. But yeah. we will definitely promote our own stuff, which yeah. is if you have any stories you want to tell and you want to read about any of our other articles that we have, or you want to connect to any of our other uh, podcast episodes, you want to see our social media, all that stuff is available at weddingconfessionals.com. And also, if you would like to make sure that you get every episode, hit subscribe on iTunes. Yes. And leave a rating if you got a minute. We love five stars. We do. Much more than four. We do. Five's our favorite. Five is my favorite number. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, that's it, man. Next week, we'll have a guest. Yeah. And we'll um, we'll all get some sleep. Yes. And hopefully that guy will get out of my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) To be continued. (laughs) Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434 434- Nine three three two six six three, And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which if you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.